For him. Don't talk. Just listen. Ooh. <laughs> <clears throat> I had to clear my throat. <laughs> and back in my regular tone. I'm about now. to say, was that Devontae Swing on the special <laughs> guest? Uh, welcome to another episode of the Unrefined Sophisticates. This is episode uh, Duce Uno. We <laughs> we ain't here like that. Dos Uno for my uh, my others. Dos Uno. And, uh, <laughs> We made it. This is this is we we fully legal. Feels we legal out here. We legal in these streets. There's 21 Adults. episodes, y'all. Like this is a this has been a run. We we over a year into it. Hey, we'd be at what 50 something if we were doing them weekly because we've skipped a couple. Of we're we're almost sure. at the quarter century mark. Almost. That's Getting the big there. one. We got to get pops on there for that. <laughs> we've been saying that like the last seven episodes. It's the big one. <laughs> <laughs> It's a celebration level. <laughs> it's a celebration. I've tried to celebrate so many mini milestones. Well, so treat, you guys are like, those aren't we, important. We treat this like, like a like a, a a teenager at the south side of Chicago celebrating the birthday. Oh, <laughs> this, this is the special one now. Uh, the one. Your dad didn't make it to 17. You did. Slow down. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> God dang it. All right. Well, um, I am Ken Jones <laughs> to my left. I'm more to my left. Yes. It's that time of year, y'all. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? It's your boy, Max. And it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. <laughs> and the crazy it really thing is isn't. this year, they're not even putting up anything related to Turkey Day. For real. I'm not seeing... Not even a... Mentioned. I'm not even seeing the table. Mention. I'm not even seeing tablecloths. Right. Nothing. <laughs> no. I, I think Safeway had uh, just no maroon napkins. A pumpkin <laughs> in the back. <laughs> a jack o' lantern overstock <laughs> from Halloween. Yeah, I, I haven't seen nothing. I mean, my daughter's brought it up. Like it, the 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 holiday spirit for Christmas is real. Yeah, the only thing I've seen so far is like they barely starting to put out the little uh, stuffing crumbles <laughs> in, in the grocery part. That's about it. So is it, is it, am I? I feel like this year a lot of big big retailers are not opening up so early to where people. I might be wrong. I may have read that a long time ago and it could be false, but I haven't seen any promo for like Black Friday. Four, yeah, that's another thing. No Black Friday stuff been popping up on my time. Like nothing. Yeah, I've I seen very subtle, about, subtle yeah, things yeah. I've seen. I saw something about Target doing like Black Friday deals earlier. Yeah, and that's what I've been seeing is like, get it this week. I've, right. I've seen two or three things like right, that, but not right. the actual like, we're going crazy on Thanksgiving. Right. So Yeah, it seems like some online Opening places. Opening at 2 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> right, it seems like some online Fuck places your dinner. Are, are like, uh, <laughs> just get it all month type of thing. And like, they're not trying to just narrow it down to the one yeah. day. What are what are you guys families like? What is eat time? Because I feel like it's getting earlier and earlier. <laughs> the older the people cooking get, the earlier the earlier okay. it gets. Okay. There's a direct correlation. But there's a thing where people want to like they get hungry early because they're like not eating breakfast because they want the appetite for the real Thanksgiving right. food. So they're like, right. shit, can we bump it up to noon? 
instead of you know three yeah. or whatever it is okay so yeah like uh mine is my grandma's is normally around it used to be at night and now it's around that's what i thought four that's three or four yeah no it definitely used to be at night yeah see i always felt and i feel like you know you get in there trying to pick pick apart a little something a little taste test some, <laughs> some stuff in the room right but yeah i'm feeling like everybody's like yeah two yeah. And even the three still sound. I just, I remember it being Four dark. Four is early. I remember and it being it was dark. dark. Yeah. Okay. I'm not <laughs> you sure remember that because that, that's yeah. what that I, was. For like the last five years, I, we definitely haven't eaten any later than three. Oh. Yeah. I, that sounds, that sounds about right. Like, uh, so we, I grew up going to my grandma's and then going to my aunt's house uh, for dessert. <laughs> yeah. And that was always like this super tight, hurry up to get from grandma's to get to dessert. So yeah. this is all night. You know, yeah, yeah. Now it's like oh, we could have second dinner because they're still having dinner at a regular five, six, right. something like that. So it's weird. Yeah. The older they get. Are you cooking something this year? I don't know what we're doing for Thanksgiving yet. Yeah. I'm definitely down. Probably won't have plans for like the last two days, huh? Let's say it again. I'm sorry. You probably won't submit any plans to like the last minute last no like i I missed a call from my dad today he could have been talking about that (laughs) what about you candy got plans so i'm sending karma up um sending her up to seattle we got to figure that out i booked her a train i went to book her a train thinking i was i was in advance i tried to get last week tried to get on last week and uh all the tickets for leaving portland Mm -hmm. headed out gone all gone like all the, all the I think it's six tr- Cascade uh, Amtrak's, all of them filled. Um, wow. I got her ticket. Ba- I bought her ticket back, but now I'm in the scramble to get her get there. Her up there. So I got to figure that part out. But uh, this year I've, I've I've said it a bunch of years. Like yeah, I'm not making, this year I'm not doing nothing. I'm just eating people's. So are you calling <laughs> out right now for the listeners to drop? Drop, drop, drop the address advice. for the drop the drop the and address. What's funny is so two <laughs> no what advice. Was it, 2014. That was, uh, I was fresh off a breakup, and uh, that was the first year of like, oh, I'm not doing a family thing or nothing, and people thought, must have thought I was playing, and they were giving me their locations, and I was pulling up. <laughs> was well, like, yeah, I met, I met quite a few Nana? Facebook friends <laughs> <laughs> on uh, that, that uh, and got up and got my plate and kept going. Pretty, yeah, give them a quick, just one or two things move. they should know about you, because you don't like turkey. You don't do turkey. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of turkey. No. If there's another option, I'll You're go for that. that. Yeah. Now, if there is no other option, so do I, you eat the turkey? I'll mix my turkey up into my stuffing and okay. make it work. Is it because it's dry? Very much so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that's my goal, and it's just yeah, it's it's dry. Um, then I guess growing up and like, you know, we keep left leftovers for like 18 weeks after for as long as you have them yeah that- <laughs> and so that, just seeing that bird slowly <laughs> it's a rib cage hanging right. out over here you can how are we still eating this turkey right you can only put so many craft singles on it and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nuke it the thing like a luckily like my my stuffing which was my <laughs> mom's stuffing and then i put my twist on it it's a lot of meat in the stuffing so like the stuffing can go by itself because there's gizzards there's chicken there's um um sometimes sausage 
Uh, mm. I did last year. I did that shrimp and grits version, yeah, but also that. added some other, you know, shrimp meat and in grits there version of, of stuffing. stuffing, shrimp and shrimp and grits stuffing. Mark, let me drop this on you really quick because you kind of okay. laugh when I said like the craft singles cheese. Two quick things I used to do is so nasty. Can't believe I used to do it. <laughs> I used to make quesadillas in the microwave. So imagine how rubbery them tortillas were. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. And then I used to, when I was a little kid, I used to smack hella hot dogs cold. Just throw them in the uh, bun with, my, with ketchup. Wait, and you'd even use a bun? Yeah, I would <laughs> use a bun and have a cold-ass dog in there. This, yuck. That makes it even worse to I me. I know. I don't know how <laughs> Putting I, the cold hot dog in a bun, putting like taking the trouble to dress it up. Right. That made me think <laughs> like, about I listened to a whole <laughs> history of spam. It was spam. like necrophiliac. Kind of. yeah. <laughs> Listen to the whole little uh, history of spam and them talking about eating it just straight out the can. See, that's crazy. I don't. And they're like, it's cooked. It's ready to go. Right. But but what's crazy. So something I found out about spam is that spam is just ham and pork shoulder. It's not like the leftover bits or none of that. It's it's ham. They pull it from the same part. They pull a ham and chop that up and mix it with pork shoulder. Mm -hmm. And that's how it comes. But they were talking about people just slicing it. And eating it like that, and I've never oh, in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, right. and I get yeah. I yeah. Just, in my experience, personally, it goes in the pan. Right, and I fucks with spam. I like it when it's in you know fried up. And even like, when I say I fuck with it, like I'll have it like twice a year, like you know with that's, breakfast. That's, yeah, I probably had it never again. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I'll be feeding a little fr- fried bologna. <laughs> Just to, you know, just, just to remember, just to remember where I came Bro, from. Bro, the idea jumps in my head sometimes. It's just a fried just joint with the big bubble. Right. <laughs> Bro, I like that little sear mark on it. Ooh, <laughs> no, <laughs> the so shoulders when, shake. Y'all I just used to missed. be hella. I used to salami. When my mom got salami, that red tape with the whatever uh, the red uh-huh. plastic, I would chew on that. Sure. Yeah, and feel like nasty. it was gum or something. <laughs> I would chew, I don't Cause it'd be meat on there And it'd be like this I don't know Like how dogs Chew on a bone For yeah, that marrow Yeah it's that little bit Of something that was on there You're getting the rest Yeah Nothing the way Some knees sounds But how you gonna get Hella pretentious With the fried bologna Like you better not Put no sauce on that <laughs> Don't disrespect you Like that <laughs> Fried bologna snob Yeah I hate when I hear Stories about uh, Restaurants like I like medium rare, so I get it, and I, you know, I, I don't. If it's good, I won't put no sauce on it. But if I want sauce, then I'll fucking put sauce on right. it. Right. And if I'm paying I don't money, give me shit. Give me my steak black I, if I ask for it black. Exactly. I don't want it the way that I'm asking exactly. for it, and right. I will put whatever I want on it. Like, right. There ain't no discounts you giving me because I'm eating it your way. So give, <laughs> give it to me. I'm, right. I'm asking for it. Yeah. If it's your way, it should just be on the house then. Right. <laughs> you just try this. Then I'm try this. Right. I'm just testing what you've got going. Am I gonna try this? Or I'm gonna buy this. I need this shit the way I, I need that shit cooked right. It's a great Real. philosopher. Hey. T. Grizzly would say. <laughs> and make sure you're cooking it on 400 degrees Fahrenheit. 100 degrees. <laughs> That's hella funny. Uh, so, right quick, not even right quick because this is gonna be a good one. Mork, you've been out here traveling the world, different area. Yeah, I wish I had an airplane job. <laughs> and by that I mean when they was dragging out old boy from that seat I hate you <laughs> <laughs> like, nope some more yes you're fresh back yeah For I mean as far as the listeners no, you know yeah you just definitely touch down and you came straight here I, that's exactly what happened where, where were you from at? my private jet 
Uh, I went to Long Beach for a complex con. Where's my drop? Two one and Lewis. Now me and my girls are deep <laughs> in the ninety four Rainbow Jeep. Flossing up through Long Beach. Shout out to the Dev Shack. Shout or, out. Shout out to the Shack. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Shout out to my friend Guyani for uh, allowing me to tag along to go to ComplexCon. Oh, it was just you and a buddy? It wasn't like you and your man or nothing like that? No, my man was home with the kids. Okay. And working, I mean. How was the flight there? Flight there was great. I've never flown JetBlue. It was a great experience. Little, little hour and a half, hour 45? Uh, a little longer than that. Really? Two and a half, yeah. That's how oh, long it takes to get to San Diego. No, no layover nowhere? No. Straight shot? Yeah. Okay. What? They were flying slow. Yeah. It was like, look outside. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Drive slow, I'm just homie. bruising. Yeah, said. no, that, the, and, it was and like if you look half. to your right, that's where Snoop Dogg got his hair braided. <laughs> right next so to the Randy's the Donut. Right. <laughs> so how long were yeah. you out there? Uh, I was there Friday to Sunday, so real quick. Right. And she had us all over. Like she, we went to L.A. We went back to Long Beach. We went somewhere else. Yeah, because like, I seen you were at Soho House, right? I, and that's yes. that's that's a that's not next to Long Beach. That's you no, guys that's, were doing some that's, traveling. That's West Hollywood, right? Yeah. Um, not to be confused with Nobu. <laughs> <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> so it was dope. Uh, Complex Con is this was the second year, and Complex Magazine. <clears throat> Upset. Do they still do a magazine? They don't do a magazine anymore, right? Um, on digital print. Digital. Right. All digital. No print, right? Anyway, uh, they put on this conference, and it's shoes and music and streetwear. and So, so for people that have no idea, it's a conference. It's kind of like a Comic-Con, but a different theme, right? Just it's Sure. Different, uh, like you said, fashion and and music, fashion, I'm guessing. music, yeah, fashion, music, uh, streetwear, toys, you know, what kind of toys, uh, like the bare bricks and dang, I don't, I don't remember the name, like of collectibles, but like collectibles, okay. yeah, like like Tokidoki, do you know right, right, that right. at all? Like they do a ton of toys, right? Yeah, um, like vinyl toys, right? So. Yeah, like all sorts of that that lane, like the whole streetwear lane. Did you see some cool stuff there? I definitely did. Did you see some cool stuff that you had no idea existed as far as like streetwear and things like that? I don't know about didn't know it existed. No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, There was stuff that I was surprised to see, like Atlanta had a booth, the, the TV show. Oh. And it was just the couch, <laughs> and it was like Atlanta returning in 2018. Uh, and that's it. Marketing okay. genius. Right, <laughs> right. Genius. Put it, it, put it in your head now, nothing else. You're looking for that couch. You waiting. Yeah, that was super dope. Um, Nike had this crazy build out where they were, and they focused solely on Air Force Ones and all of the new custom Air Force Ones that... They have with you know certain celebrities, and I seen that they did that. They did a thing with Fabulous on on that, like a little video clip. Yeah, kind of shout out to well, like yeah. all kinds or mids or lows or specific to. 
I saw mostly Lowe's. Okay. I'm not going to say that I didn't see other ones. I just can't remember at the moment. Okay. Um, but they had this whole Nike lab situation where they were doing customized Air Damn. Force Ones. So, like, you get into their whole booth situation where it's not a, you know, theirs isn't a booth. It's not. It's like this fully basketball court looking thing and <laughs> lab on the side where all, all the people have long white coats like they're <laughs> I, I was just gonna add, that's dumb. yeah and they like fully are customizing these shoes that that's you tough. just bought yeah i will say this if you want to roll out the the air force again you better have got nike you better have gotten linked up with elon musk and figured out the creasing situation man <laughs> man because we they ain't do doing the one on and dones no more. Man. So Adidas had a crazy build out too. And they that. had. Did they have uh, uh, Pharrell's new sh- shoes out there? They did. I like some. They also had Pusha's new shoe. And how do those look? Yeah, they're dope. They're uh, like a paper bag brown with a white sole. Okay. Um. I don't, I'm I'm terrible. I don't know the names of Adidas shoes. It's like an EQ something trainer. You know okay, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't, I, know. I don't know. Right. Um, but their build out was super dope because their theme was uh, like big, huge wooden crates. And um, they had different like sort of curated items of people. Like they had uh, Pharrell put together like what he thought the dopest things were out of adidas okay and then other you know <clears throat> yeah, yeah so they had that place throughout um and then they had this like bodega that was all for pusha like all of it all of the merchandise inside of it has like a pusha reference of some sort like yeah <laughs> on mints and a lighter that's like <laughs> king push like it was so dope um and then they had this, so they had a multi-level one. The second level was like where all the stars were going. So that was like their green room, right? Any of the people signed to Adidas or performing for Adidas or whatever. So me and G take a minute uh, and they had this big, huge, like sort of rest area in the middle that was all couch cushions, just like a pyramid of them. Mm-hmm. So you just find a spot to sit, right? So we take a second. ASAP Ferg out of nowhere is at the Adidas tent and we're like looking where I'm sitting. I'm looking at the Adidas tent and then directly next to me is the, or not tent, but thing. And then there's the Nike one to my left. Right. ASAP Ferg's like, yo, it's ASAP Ferg. Da, 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 da. We got, we got Pharrell. Did he have the do-rag on? Is he still pushing that? He did not have a do-rag on. Okay. But he is, I, just the reason why I ask is because he's bringing it back with the flap and everything. Oh. The full flap. Full flap. Yeah. Full no tuck. Jeans. No tuck, no nothing. Yeah, okay. No, relaxed fit jeans. Yeah, right, right. He's bringing the old school back. It's happening. Have you been, you, you haven't I seen haven't, I, I didn't see the pants. Maritha Francis Chibot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Bringing it back. He had the, 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 the Paris fashion show with the Chibot on. Hidden. Yeah. All right, well, that's happening. Well, so he's like, yeah, we got Pharrell up here. We got uh, Pusha T. I forget who the other person was. And he was like, so Snow. we... Huh? Snow. Yep. That's <laughs> 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 funny. Oh, I thought you meant Snow the product. No, I made it even funnier than <laughs> <me>. <laughs> Oh, I'm all the way dead. Um... 
<laughs> so, and then he's like, yeah, so, uh, you know, it's Adidas gang. Fuck Nike. Whoa. Whoa. Like, I ain't mad at him either. It was like, wait, whoa. Uh, <laughs> I am. Whoa. And, and you had on some Nikes, and they was on fire when he said that. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't give a fuck what ASAP Ferg <laughs> Happy in my days. That was good. Ooh. Uh, you wasn't no. there stunned, but keep going. Sorry. Thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, no, what I was thinking was, that's a dumb thing to do. Do you have a lifetime contract with Adidas? Right. What are you doing? Uh, He's like three heart. stripe gang, gang, uh, gang, gang. Fuck Nike. Yes. Multiple times. Okay. <laughs> I'm fucking with Adidas hard yes. body right now. He got one tubular. Man. <laughs> Let me see your. Shoes. I didn't even say pair. Hold on. He got one tubular. <laughs> um. Anyway, I just felt like that just probably wasn't the smartest move that he's ever made. You know. Uh. And Pharrell was like, mm, nope. <laughs> I'm not standing next to that. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was just super dope. The hundreds, uh, their their booth was one of the dopest booths because they did it completely like it. So and their giveaway was a red balloon that said it on one side and the hundreds on the other. <clears throat> like complete with a little boy standing there, not a real little boy, yeah, but yeah. like a but height though, and like holding a, or looking at a balloon, and the great. That's like dumb. it was. It was super dope. Do they have like yeah. your regular like hype beast brands there, like Supreme and Bape and stuff like that? Yes. Uh, well, ish. Uh, ish. Or was it, was it still then more other, kind of had, underground a little bit? No, I mean there's like like Virgil Abloh had a had a booth there. Like there was some high end, you know, stuff. Did Dope Era have a booth? Well, better so, yet, did the nine brand have a booth? <laughs> oh, it was there. It was there. I hope yeah, so. I saw it. You should have set it up, Mark. Man, okay, that was going too far. I was, I was on the, I was on the ready <laughs> to yes, it should have been. You know, there were uh, hella PVC pipes. In the <laughs> like, 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 what, what is she? Wait so a minute. This <laughs> the concrete jungle, and then nine. <laughs> For the doing it for the nine Nina. <laughs> oh my god! Um, what they did, what they did was that was super dope. Is they had certain drops that were happening, specific and exclusive to Complex Con. Dope. So undefeated did a whole like pack. They did a, a Air Max ninety seven that was just beautiful, like Listeners, army green. The high roll that just happened. <laughs> When she did that, ecstasy. That's the word. Yes. Yeah. Pure bliss. Just pure bliss. It was, I mean, I wasn't going to sleep outside overnight at the Long Beach Convention Center Man. to be able to purchase them. And there was many a people willing. Many. <laughs> many. That dedication, I got to. That part of the culture has not ever been a part of I, I, I just can't. I give a shout out to the people it. who were part of the culture before uh, smartphones Hella, that's yo, because they had a real network. Yeah. Like, understand that there were sneaker forums where you got a network of people in other cities. Shout out to Nike Talk. You're not supposed to talk about it. Is this the Fight Club? <laughs> 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 How is this happening that you have like a full actual soundboard? (laughs) (laughs) 
so you liked it. You Max, liked it a lot, right? So did you see uh, Bump rub shoulders with uh, any other celebs? Uh, I thought you were going to say, did you see Bump J? <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't bump shoulders with any celebrities, but I did. You were uh, the celebrity. Uh, th- you know what? First There's a lot of people in there <laughs> vlogging. Yes. <laughs> Lots, okay. actually. Lots. Um, you should have been vlogging. You should have been live. I might have there it. was like, there was no service for the oh, most okay. part. Like inside of it, uh-huh. it was awful. So I wasn't even trying to get on the Wi-Fi, right? Like there's too <laughs> many people there. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to rely on my T-Mobile data mm-hmm. <laughs> that says, you know, 4G, oh, all man. the bars, everything's great. I can't make a phone call. I can't send a text message. Like no, I, we, I hate when the data. We could all fucking die. Makes it look like, like you got full bars. Like but... how are you? This is a really misleading moment. You right. just. But you couldn't, and then even once we got outside, like they had a they had a good food situation in the way of like a bunch of food trucks in this little courtyard. Mm-hmm. Um, even out there, like there were so many people, it was just like you're getting lucky if your text message sends. Yeah. So, like the app that they had was super, you know, it was a great idea, but like hmm. it hardly worked at all because right. there was no way to look at anything. Right. Um. Yeah, but it was great. It was great. What was your favorite thing while you went out there? Whether it was that complex, yeah, what, was your, or what not? was your highlight of that trip? Whether it be food or an experience. Okay, or I got whatever. a couple of highlights. Is okay. that okay? Yeah. So top three. Yeah. Th- okay. Three. She only had three. <laughs> you <laughs> like, were correct. When people be like, "Yeah, it was a lot of," and then they only have they one hit you two there, and the, and the second was that, a stretch. Yeah. No, I yeah okay. I'm I'm not trying to go too far. Okay. I just. <laughs> So there was one panel that we got into that was Sneaker of the Year. And uh, that included, what I was excited about was seeing uh, listening to DJ Clark Kent and Wale. Uh-huh. And there was supposed to be someone else on the panel that wasn't there hmm. once we were in it. Okay. Uh, Lonzo Ball was there. Ooh, shout out Lonzo. I'm a fan. Max is a fan. I hope, I hope the I hope the ZL2s were up there for a shoe of the year. He got a call well, and had to leave. <laughs> well, I'll say this. <laughs> I don't know how they're I don't know when they're airing this. I don't know what's what's the plan with this footage because uh-huh. it was taped. Okay. Um that what basically what they had was a list of the top ten shoes of the year, mm-hmm. right? But there were people on the panel that had not submitted their list. So <laughs> And it's just top ten shoe, not like basketball or casual. No, or no, no. Wear. Best just best shoe. shoe of the year from what are to be sneakerheads of all different kinds, right? Okay. Uh so there were already people that hadn't like submitted their list and the list is just going terribly wrong. Like the <laughs> list is awful. And th- they start out awful. So it, it shifts the mood of it all, right? right? But anyway, none of that matters. Once they, like, Lonzo Ball shouldn't have been there. Mm. Sorry, Max. Oh, no, he, you know what? I apologize to the listeners. When you said that, I thought you meant LeVar Ball. You're saying Lonzo, the basketball player. The actual basketball I meant, player. I meant the dad. Sorry about that. That's why I I'm a fan of the dad. Of he got a call. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. My bad. Not as excited. I'm a, I'm a LeVar fan, but. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, so it's the son that's it that plays for the Lakers, right? He has hair like Michael Myers. Go ahead. He shouldn't be there. <laughs> he he's not a sneakerhead and he's not a streetwear dude. Like he happens to have a shoe from the, the big baller right, brand, right. right? 
So so much minimization happening. No, 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 no. Okay. The buildup comes. Okay. I can't assume that nobody has, by the way, other than them. Like they're not for release, so nobody has them except yeah, nobody's purchased right. them at all because they can't. Well, maybe well, they've a purchased. Pre-order. Yeah, you're, you're right. I'm sorry, and they're they not pre-ordered. supposed to quote unquote drop from Lavar Le- Le- uh, said like sometime in November, which is now. But nobody has them. Right, that's what I mean. I'm sorry, I didn't mean thanks. to say. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> so, so these were my two notable or three notable moments of just this, right? So. Somehow Wale is able to bring up this show and is able to get the other people on the panel. Lonzo shoe, you're saying? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. It's called the what? ZO2. ZO2. Instead of just like the ZO2. Right. 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 Yep. So he's able to get these people to like, he brings up the, (laughs) brings up the shoe, Mm -hmm. gets them to talk about it before he does. Right. Okay. (laughs) And Lonzo is sitting directly next to Wale. Okay, I feel this is going bad now. So. Because <laughs> why else would you make that point other than it's about to go bad? He over here doing the Lloyd Banks <laughs> set up bar. <laughs> so they get, he gets uh, DJ Clark Kent, right? He gives the shoe to him first. And he basically, he gives, I'm not going to like fuck it all up because he's made great points. But it was basically like, this is two shoes mixed together, mm-hmm. right? And it's a better version of one shoe and a way worse version of the other. Probably Kobe. Right? Yeah, he, yes, the top, he said the top is the Kobe takedown, is right. a takedown of a Kobe. Um, great. I just didn't want to do too much, but that's exactly it. So uh, so he gets out of it kind of like a, I'm, I'm proud of what you've been able to accomplish and what this is and what this means to the culture and, you know, you black businesses, all of it. This is a no for me, basically, right? right? Constructive criticism. Constructive criticism. And Wale's like, yep, 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 okay, <laughs> okay. And then the the couple of, uh, Jay Blavin is on the panel. Is that how you say his name? The I'm lost. Probably. Here. Keep going. Uh, where will we know him from? Uh, oh, a couple of features and. Well, listeners, you could Google him. Yeah, they'll, yeah. So. And podcast mates will Google him too. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it up right now. Uh, I only know him from a couple of songs. I don't. I I did not. Oh, so he's get, an artist. Yeah, I okay. didn't get super stoked when he came out. It wasn't like I was like, oh shit, Jay Blavin. You know, like I. Okay. Anyway, um, he's, I believe, Colombian, and doesn't is you know English is not is his second language. So he's like resting on that extra heavy because while he's like no i'd like to know what jay blavin thinks about the shoe and he's like mm-hmm. eh. <laughs> eh. Do so he gets the shoe and he's I like don't know, man. <laughs> he looks <laughs> he looks at it for a minute and then he was like it's nice <laughs> 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 like hands it over he's like mm-hmm. mm, yep so you get that another one of those awkward moments because he's right there and they don't have anything good to say, right? Now, did you feel the the temp of the room being like, oh, this is oh, absolutely because you're watching. They keep putting the camera on Lonzo and his face it you, it's written all over it. He's like, oh fuck, okay. He's embarrassed. All right, that's awkward. So then we get to it's very awkward. So then they get to like Wale's like, okay, my turn, and he goes on this long diatribe about how great this is. And how proud he is of him and his family for, you know, black owned businesses right. and all the things expanded very much on what Clark Kent said. Right. Okay. And then he's like, is, could this be like a top 10 shoe? 
No. Top 400. No. Oh, 400? No. <laughs> I, li- I liked his style. And his delivery was so perfect. It was just like, no. Like, <laughs> no, but you tried, right? Like, good for you. Oh, he gave him the pity pass. It was it was so beautiful. And then Lonzo Ball. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, it's not like I had time, you know? Like, we were in a really short timeline, and, like, I'm not a shoe designer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they just put it in front of me, and, you know, I'm, like, super busy trying to, like, get in the league. All the wrong things. He apologized for the shoe, and his face, like, as soon as, if this airs somewhere, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what their plan is, but if it does, he's a meme forever. He never, he cannot come back from... (laughs) What's about to happen to him? Because his, I mean, you know how they like take stages now from one picture, right? Yes, Like this is full footage of watching someone's entire mood change from like, yeah, I mean, I'm here to why the fuck am I here? Like, oh, this. Plus he's not a great speaker. He's like very monotone. He's not a great speaker. Right. Every question they asked him, he was like, yeah, I mean, I like him. I think they're all right. Right. (laughs) It was awful. I could not figure out why he was there. So anyway, hanging out. <laughs> although that, so that panel was one of one of the highlights. Uh, another highlight was there was an NERD concert, and oh. it wasn't a, it wasn't a traditional concert. It was a full listening party of their new album, plus like major performance. You know what I mean? Like they had. I want to be famous. <laughs> it was crazy. That shit was crazy. Did they do any uh, <clears throat> of the hits that people wanted to hear, or just all new stuff? It was the it was their new album that came out the following day. So what was it was, what's it called? Do you remember? I don't. Okay, but it's Should Chad and Pharrell. It's the real NERD. NERD. Okay. Yeah. And you enjoyed that? I loved it. They, did they put on a, a show? Huge show. I don't know how those dancers are alive. Like they danced for, you know, almost two hours. Like some, hard. Some shake dancers. Huge. Or you took them out like break with some you know b-boy type thing i'm talking all of it like they were full performance dancers and it was full choreography from the beginning to the end are you so uh, nerd is there and they're sitting on top of a car and then they you know all come all three come out at some point you know but they don't it's they're not dancing the entire stage is filled with how did the crowd react to it were they feeling it yeah okay yeah yeah, it was weird because at one point Pharrell was like, you know, looking for more interaction from the crowd, but mm-hmm. we don't know any of these songs. So right, it's right. like you you can't ask us to be a part like this. Was, it, like was it NERD that people come to love or are they trying some new things on this one from what you can remember? Uh, from what I remember, there's a lot of features. This one's a little more formulaic. Like it, like a, it sounds like... N.E.R.D. for the first part of the song, a little bit of a bridge, and then it goes into a slowed down, more trap style beat, and that's a feature. Oh, I kind of, I'm feeling that. I like so, when, when people do that. Yeah, I'm not mad at it at all, but it's very formulaic. Like, it, there's a lot of features, and a lot of it goes that way. Right. So now I'm excited to listen to it, you know, in headphones I by feel myself. Like, I feel like Drake and Tory in my Lane, car. Drake and Tory Lanez have perfected that throwing a minute and a half of a switch up yeah to where i'm like damn i wish that was a whole song 
Yeah, I would argue that Kanye did that first, but well, uh, no, but no, I'm, I'm not it. saying they only. But I just mean like lately, like as mm. far as Tory Lane's last album and sure. Drake's been doing that for My a bad. minute. Not yeah. saying they're the only ones. Shout out Chicks tapes. Yeah. <laughs> not Chicks tape four though. You weren't feeling nah. that. Oh, you know what? Really quick, this is that left field. When uh, when Tory Lane's uh, debut album came out, I wasn't really feeling it. And what? then the last like uh, two weeks, I've been listening to it again, and I'm feeling it. Yeah, I was on the rip. You grew up, or what? Well, just <laughs> no. I, I've been I've been re uh, I've been revisiting some albums lately, and and I'm kind of liking some things that I didn't like the first time around. Is this yeah. a purposeful like I didn't like this, and I want to see if I still don't like it, or is this just revisiting a, what a it smattering? Is, what it is is I'll go back to the one or two songs that I liked off the bat, and then I wouldn't I won't be in a situation where I could change the song right away, and it'll just keep playing. Like you know. It'll, the uh, in chronological order, and I'll right. be like, "Oh wait, I like that. That sounds good." Mm. So it'll just naturally play. It's been a few albums, which is always a good thing. It's it's always good to like something than not like it, right? Yeah. So it's been a pleasant surprise. That's Do you have good. an album or something like that, Ken, where you're like, "Damn, I'm not feeling this," and then you re- revisited it uh, later? Let me think. Or more. I'm hopeful that the latest Travis Scott is going to be that for me. Because I gave it the first full listen and I was not impressed. What, which one, what is it? Ooh. Uh, when did it come out? Recent, uh, it was recent. There's. It might be called The Butterfly Effect. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm bugging. And it's an album or a mixtape or what? It could be a mixtape. Okay. I'm not 100% sure. I can. The Weeknd, Beauty Behind the Madness. You were first, right not, not even just, it was like, oh, okay. This was getting poppy. And then Oh Travis LaFlame. <laughs> you just trying to say LaFlair. LaFlame. But can you Yeah, I'll say the be the, the the weekend joint the beauty behind the madness because at first it was kinda like, okay, we transitioned to We're doing some other things. Now what's okay. your process then for like why are you revisiting? Are you doing it to be like, let me give it another chance, or is it just coming on? Yeah, randomly? It's, it's one of those things that being that he's in my top artist category. And I had to listen to it from a different perspective. And once I did that, is like this isn't his mix. This isn't House of Baloo. This isn't before he was famous and what I what I became a crazy fan. Mm-hmm. Understanding where he's at at that point, like this is global. This isn't about my liking. It is, Ken. It is about if you no, like it's, it. No, this this album got away from what what initially came in and understanding what that this made expanded. you like him exactly. And so, therefore, you're going into now. You've traveled. You've been places, and nobody can stay the same. And therefore, you're understanding more of what everybody likes. So, are you liking it because you like it, or are you liking it because you appreciate the scope in which you're looking at it now? I appreciate Isn't that liking it? Well, no, it's yeah. different because you could be like, you know what? I'm not mad. This is not something I would like, but I'm not mad because I understand why oh, he's doing I see. it. Yeah, no, and and I hear that, but it was a thing. Once going back through it a few times after kind of writing it off, mm-hmm. and honestly, what it came through was uh, having it in the headphones and it playing, kind of like you said, it came on mm-hmm. and it just it 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 was playing, and there was multiple songs that I'm actually listening, right. taking away maybe this tempo of the song. Mm-hmm. Taking away this cadence and being like, "Wait, okay, this is actually this is actually dope." And I'm glad you right. said that because a lot of times when I like when I listen to something and I end up liking it, it's because I have it on headphones, not earbuds, but like headphones where I'm like, "Okay, I'm listening to everything now, the way it should be." So I'm gonna kind of put you guys on the spot really mm. quick. Give me somebody. Give me an artist that may be like popular 
that you can't that you can't fuck with. Mm. I'm gonna tell you my or should I give you mine or should yeah, you like my good we, nori. We come? Did you guys notice it? <laughs> right, okay. Right. Snorri. Uh, wow. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. Mine's gotta be hands down Eminem. I can't fuck with it. I'm not mad at you, Em, but I just can't fuck with your music. Okay. And I don't care that you're throwing Beyonce on your new track. You can have I haven't Pac heard on it, it yet. Have you listened? No. I haven't you, you listened. You can have Pac on it. You can have Jerry producing it. Am said he's not a fan. I still can't fuck with it. And something that Cam brought up a good point many moons ago is his voice just cuts like a knife through any beat. And I, I can't stand it. I can't stand the way his, his voice is. It, it never just blends in. It's with a little the track. sharp. It's very sharp. Like if you pull up next to a car and send their listen, you know exactly. It sounds like he's rapping in your ear. <laughs> no matter what kind of system. You're in the car. Right. Can or Morgan, who wants to jump on next? Damn, I gotta, I gotta cycle through. I okay, give it to me again. Someone that's really popular yeah, right I mean, now, that or, I or just somebody that you're not feeling that may be kind of popular. It, it, basically, kind of like you're, you're not liking them is like the unpopular opinion, right? Ooh. Why does this seem so hard? Can right you play now? it like a, a whatever you want, something. G? Play something <laughs> for our thinking time, like ding, ding, yeah, right. Ding, 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 ding. I'll give you another one. This one's gonna have okay. the, this one's gonna have the pitch. They're gonna be outside with the pitchforks, and I'm not saying she's not an amazing artist. She is. Uh-oh. She can sing. She's a great artist. I like, she's very talented. But it's just like as far <laughs> exact. Just as far as I'd like to distance myself from. Just as far as the discography, I'd like I feel to, like it's I'd like not, to distance myself from Max. I feel like there's no classic. Like she's amazing. I know. Hey, wait, on say her. it one more time. She's a great singer, but I just feel like there's not one album where I listen to like, yeah, it's a classic. Hmm. I feel hmm. like you gotta pick two and three songs from each album and make your own best of. There's no like clear cut classic album from hmm. Beyonce. Hmm. Of course, super subjective. People could think I'm wrong, and that's perfectly fine. This is my personal opinion. Damn, but I wish this was something that was presented. Damn, put it on to have spot. time to think yeah. about it because I'd like to be able to be a participant for real. I don't have any, like, I don't, the people that I think that get, mi- like, miss or labeled like a mumble rapper or something like that, like, I, I'm sure there's a couple of them I don't like, but I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't have anything like that every, I, Maybe you guys are just in tune with what everybody else is in tune with, maybe. Uh, yeah. Why you, no, I don't cuts. I'm right now trying to cycle through, cause this is, damn, damn, damn. I don't like being stumped. Like, like even so, like what I just said, my example about Beyonce, Mm -hmm. I feel like Jay Z is more uh, quantity over quality, but I still feel like he, I still feel like he has one or two classic albums that I could point to and be like, that's prime. Something that, and this uh, this is for the older generation. This isn't right now, but I never was an Ice Cube fan. Okay, like I wasn't. uh, I never. I even as a youth, I thought after NWA, I thought it was corny. Like it didn't. It didn't. Mm. It didn't resonate with me at all. It didn't hit. Not at all. Mm. Even I mean, outside of maybe a single like Friday. <laughs> there was there was some singles a here and there, with a good but video. as far as going back and just listening <laughs> through, there was that that might be one, and that's old, of course. So I'm right. thinking of something newer. I'm having I'm having trouble, and I'm sure that there's like 
No, there's a lot. I can't stand to hear Katy Perry right now, and I feel like she's every single place. So even on like my the Calvin Harris album that I really enjoy listening to, and mm-hmm. I would like to listen to it all the way through, there's like three songs that I'm now like I can't. I just I still can't. And I don't want to hear her sing the hook. Okay. I think I, I think that's unpopular. For I think our most youth, people like I guess for Katie the youthful Perry. listeners, I never understood why Fetty Wap was um, popping. Is this a part of the future hive though, or first off? Oh, all a first. <laughs> I guess that's. I mean, I enjoy future. I'm just not as big on them as other people are. But that's funny that you bring that up. But uh, but future, uh, and, 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 and maybe. <laughs> but I feel like my spirit. I don't feel like. Future. I mean, what's your what's your flop? Fetty? I feel like only Fetty. <laughs> Drop like his big singles. Has he been trying to drop shit? I have no just... idea because I ain't checked. It's just anytime that it comes up, like I never. Ain't Fetty on like loving hip hop right now? I, don't I think know. he got a, a new career he focused on. Oh, yeah, uh, no. and then and Cam knows. Well, it's this. Fetty I, with I, the fucked up eye. Right? And I think yeah. we spoke yeah. about. Yeah. yeah, he's on um loving hip hop. I'm sorry, Max. My no, name. no, so good. I think we spoke about this before, so oh, I'm I, just rehashing. But I got one. I'm a, totally not a Chance the Rapper fan. Go at away all, at all. And Seriously, and not at all. You know how much I can't stand to listen to J. Cole, but I don't mm-hmm. think J. Cole's weak. I think he's right. dope, but it's it's his music's just not enjoyable to me. Right. I don't fun. feel that way about Chance the Rapper. I just think he's not dope whatsoever. Can I ask you a quick question, Max, before we move forward from this? Do you know who Boss is? Boss? Yeah, B-A-S. No, no, I can't say he's, pinpoint. Okay, so he's uh, from, or he signed to Dreamville, um, which is J. Cole's okay. imprint. Imprint. And they're friends or whatever, right? Okay. Um, I would like your opinion on Boss. Okay, I'll take because a I think that most I think that people that have that opinion <laughs> of J Cole, like it obviously is talented, but it's just like you can't get into the music. Right, right. And, and I think which I think is a fair assessment. Right, I don't, right. I'm not. You know, I like it, but I yeah. get why people don't. Right. Um, I'm curious to see what you would say about Boss. Okay. Hmm. It's a homework assignment for your boy. There's that. So one that I. Migos. The chance thing broke my broke my heart. A Migos, bit, I respect the hustle, mm-hmm. but even for my, I, I'm not listening to a lyric, and maybe I need to be inside of a club. That might change my opinion because there's there's quite a few songs and and artists that once I heard in the right setting, where there was a bass, uh, the amount of bass that was kicking through, the and setting I was able to it's feel supposed it. to be in. Is yeah, that what right. you mean? Like right, that? right, right, yeah. right. But headphone music or just casual listening. I've never really got it. Like, I still couldn't. I respect what it is that they've managed to do. Sure. But as far as just, I have zero Migos albums, um, and I'd be downloading whatever. <laughs> and it just it hasn't it hasn't hit. I think it's harder lately, especially for an album. Like when I hear an album, I just feel like there's like two songs you could pick from it, and then that's gonna be it for the most part. Yeah. That's such a lowered expectation yeah. to like, like remember playlist. Season. I feel like uh, you know there used to be a point where it was like if the album was ten to twelve songs, right? Then you could count on at least five being a, solid tracks. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for it to be like at least two, yeah, that says a lot about where we've and, gone quality wise and I hate when we went to the format of only having like 10 to 12 songs on an album two verses cause we grew up yeah. like I grew up huge no limit we talking about 18 to 24 tracks oh that's 24 tracks but 
But you got to remember that, like, you know, a solid 10 of those are interludes. Those aren't actual tracks. It might have been three to four. (laughs) That's a whole lie. That's probably the truth. I'll pull up track listen right now. (laughs) Okay. Hold on, listeners. No, we ain't gonna do that to you. We're not doing that. He's probably right. I just <laughs> but, feel but, like there was so but, many. But I like back in the day and where it was guaranteed, <laughs> yeah. guaranteed gonna be like at least 16 tracks. And then yeah. all of a sudden we just went to this 10 and it was like, that was also a true standard for like R&B music too. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. a standard. You were getting like 14, 16 songs and uh, then you're seven. not getting a bunch. <laughs> right. yes. Now it's seven. Yeah, dropping EPs. Those are EPs. But if yeah. you get an album, it's ten, maybe eleven, maybe. right? And, and then that album, nine is and, always the bar, and that album has taken like fourteen years to make, and right. you've been and waiting for these amazing. When you songs. drop only ten songs, the margin for error is even that much smaller. Now. Not every song better be dope. And it never is. And and I hate when they only drop ten songs, but we heard four of them for like the last for, six months. Yes. Hey. Yes. That's how I felt about the last little party next door colors too. Mm. He it was a four song, but these songs that's not been an EP. circulating. That's a single. Right. These songs uh, that's been a bonus. Circulating. What is a maxi single? Yeah, it's a maxi single. It's a maxi single. Yeah. So stuff like that disappoint because when they pop up, certain artists I'd be like, you get so hype, and then oh, oh, it's just this. Yeah, I heard this on a playlist. You know, people love. I've been listening to this on someone's SoundCloud. When when I was in California, people were loving this, and I, I'm not hating. It's just it's not something I think is dope. But people were loving them some Kodak Black. That's another one. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I so I, I guess I yeah. I can't I, get jiggy with yeah. This I shit. can't get jiggy with Kodak. Mm-mm. Not hating. Do your thing. A lot of people fuck with you. I just don't. I see just it. don't know. Maybe what... maybe it's not for you know. Maybe that's their version of somebody we grew up liking. Like that's their version of like. Not saying I fuck with Boosie hard, but I think that's their version of like Boosie. Hmm. Yeah, because I, I can say even uh, that that's another one where Boosie for me, that was a uh, that voice would murder a track to me. I had to turn my treble all the way down mm-hmm. in order to have a, a decent listening experience. Now, what he's talking about and what he's doing, that that's I respect that. I like the post uh, prison Boosie. A lot better than mm. pre. Okay. Man, did y'all Gucci and Weekend just dropped a joint? I just seen the video today. What? The video is dope. I mean, I feel like I've been here for long enough that that video should have played while I've been here. And it's called Curve. <laughs> I, it just popped in my head. I just seen it today. Gucci was a complex guy. Oh, was he? Was he looking good? I mean, I didn't see him up close, but yes, he was looking healthy. Healthy. Okay. Andre 3000 was there too. Looking like who? Uh, I mean, what, did, he have, did he have the outfit? And, or was he looking like. Oh, no, no. He was hella Jeepers normal. Creepers with the hat and the <laughs> coat. Not at all. He has a new shoe. With, he has a tree torn. Uh, and he. And why are we talking? Hold up. Future Hive mount up. <laughs> That's, Hold way, up. Hold that's what you calling your fans is the hive? Future hive. No, it's, he's up. a part of the future hive. Future hive. Oh, future. Okay. Yeah. Is that what they call themselves for? Yes. Adidas. Future did? And you were just hating on Adidas a second ago. No, I didn't hate. I said that fuck Nike is never. A it, thing. That was a dumb thing to do. Yeah. Continue. But yeah, he just dropped his joint. Are I've they dope or are today. they weak? So they're dope in the sense of. Ah! 
How's the preface? Hold on. No. He, I'll hold on. Wale? Is that you? No. <laughs> Wale? AKA. It's one of those shoes that, and, and this is where I go to, with that type of dress, I don't dress in that style. So in that mm-hmm. style of dress, oh, okay. it will work. Just like, okay, so Yeezys, the regular Yeezys. Yes. Those Wait, were regular Yeezys. The, the, the original Yeezys. The Nikes. Bad. Yeah. Okay. That wasn't a, there was a style of dress that had to go. You're not throwing on your whatevers and that's going to work. Sure. It's a style of dress. So yes. that's, it's it's in Which that is a, bulky. A far cry of, from the Yeezy boost. But yeah. Please continue. Right, right. Yeah. And so that's what it, and I think, I feel like it's like a, the, uh, what is that material? It's suede, but it's bulk. It reminds oh. me of how that Yeezy is. It was a high top bulky. too? Yeah. And it's is a high top Adidas. Yeah. I'm gonna I'll, have to look this I'll up. Probably. I'm sorry, listeners. We're, we'll move on. Yeah. And uh, we'll we'll come back to it. I was wrong. Hold on. Back up. As my thinking be off sometimes. It's Reebok. Is who Future Shoe is through. And they, they're called the Fury Kazis. What's the price point on it? I don't even know. I ain't even checked in. Better not be charging more than 90. 250. Hell Dropping no. tomorrow. And for pushes, the listeners. Pushes was 220. Yeah, but his first shoe were, was expensive too. And it had a good resale value. But I, again, I think with these certain things that have somebody attached to it, that that's what helps to create this price point. That helps it in a limited release. Yeah. So if Future is on a limited release I'm situation, sure I, which I yeah. would assume, yeah. it, it'd be in the same vein. You know, there's so little of them. Has anybody seen oh, anybody wearing Oh, Max has a Kevin weird face what, what you has anybody happening. Been, has anybody here personally spotted a pair of Kevin Hart's? Nope. No, he has But, I, but I don't like, I don't like the way shoe? they look, but to your point, you know, I've never seen anybody. They're a trainer shoe, right? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen anybody rocking them. Nah, me neither. I'm going to go to the gym. Have you heard anything about it after his release? No. Okay. I heard that they were doing well, though, but like you, like I said, I haven't seen yeah. anybody wearing them. So it's not a comment. So listeners out there, go support the, the man, the free band man himself. The free band man. <laughs> Are the Kevin Hart's the new like sex offender 12s? Mm. No, no, they look good. Okay. They look he good. always he always going to defend the monarchs, don't. That don't, is true. Don't, no, don't. I can't take that. Wet. I never Fair said enough, they look wet, but they're saving my life at work, I'll tell you that. <laughs> the monarchs? Yeah. Now nah, he started I'll, out, he started out <laughs> trying to be cool. The white ones are dope. Coke whites. Those are dope. <laughs> I'm talking about the all black ones. Of what? Monizies. Mm. Hold on. <laughs> Monetary compensation. <laughs> if so. you got a, if you got a white foot like your boy, definitely go get snatch some monies. Put in promo code on the fine. <laughs> there it is. It's gonna get be something. Fi- it's gonna be five dollars more expensive than they would have been. That's that shipping. It's because the five goes, <laughs> five gets stifling the ass. Okay. Everybody here, I'm calling the cops on you. <laughs> Speaking of. Mm. Meek Millie. Oh. oh, wait, why did you have that reaction? I feel like this is the one time Meek's a victim. The one real. time? Yeah, Meek's, Meek's usually like fucking himself up. I usually don't have sympathy for Meek. Go ahead. This one I have sympathy for Meek. Okay. Where's that sympathy coming from? From his lawyer, his lawyer's statements. <laughs> Hook it up. Hook uh, it up. Yeah. <laughs> it, it comes from the idea that if you are getting, if this is a your probation violation or parole viol, probation violation, 
if that is police contact, because that's what it boils down to, because right. he got arrested and right. the charges were dropped on both things. I thought it was for a, a drug test, for a, a failed drug test as well. Oh, I, I guess I, no. It could have been all the above, because you for sure have been getting arrested and like you mentioned, charges dropped, but so I read it was I, a if, failed drug test. Okay, so then maybe I'm wrong and and I'm not informed enough to make that decision, but from what I understood, he was he had two previous arrests that ended up the charges got dropped. And this was a hearing about a probation violation, which that could be police contact can be a, pro, a probation violation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought he was being sentenced two to four years on that. Well, you're telling me this is a something different. What I read was a failed drug test. Oh, yeah. yeah that was that definitely far. not my yeah. understanding at all. Right. And that's what one of the things as far as parole and probation that people got to understand. There's there's requirements that you sign off on. Right. And it doesn't matter what it was that got you into that situation. I like that, that situation. I like this. Go ahead. Yeah. That's you sign. It's a contract. Yeah. <laughs> this is a contract that you won't be in jail no more right. for following. If you do these things. Yeah. And so I get that part. I'm not for anybody. I feel like parole should not be a thing. I feel like you get sentenced, you do your time, that's your payback, and then it's done. I don't feel like you should still have to have anything held over, just like I don't feel like nothing should be on your record after that. Mm. If you go back to the court of law, they can pull it up. You mean for any offense ever? For, okay, nonviolent offenses. Um, and we mean actually nonviolent, not like a measure 11 where you threw a brush and they right. said that you assaulted and attempted Vi- murder. Right. Like an actual violent crime. Right. Right. I feel that. Or an attempted murder right. or murder. Those type of things. Rape. Right. Okay. Should be. But but even, and and this is where. I feel that the people who should be able to. Um, if you've been sentenced and you go to prison. You're in prison. That is your no matter what it is. If you want to make life rape, murder, whatever, this is this is your sentence for that. Mm -hmm. And then you do that. I still feel that's the pay. Once you finish whatever the sentence is, then you should be okay. You should be. Mm -hmm. And I hear I hear what you're saying. I understand where you're coming from with that. But as far as an employer and so like, I feel like that that part of it should not maybe some of the sentences for certain crimes once you're convicted should be different. There should be certain this is the mandatory minimum for certain crimes Mm -hmm. or even something else like for rape. If it's a if it's and see, that's a slippery slope, but that should be on par in my mind with murder and so on. Right. That's in my mind. Um, coming back into the world and then you're on 10 years parole, eight For years some parole, bullshit. seven years parole, right. five years, whatever it may be, and you're running with that, and that also trickles into everything else in your life. Yes. It trickles into you getting a job to being able to rent an apartment or house. All or, of that. Yep. And so mm-hmm. that's where I, you know, that's that. I'm, I'm in the same place. Yeah. Yeah. How do you I'd, feel? Yeah. Maxwell. Uh, I can see where you guys are coming from with that, but I think it's a double-edged sword because if I'm an employer and you've been in prison for running credit card scams, I would like to at least know that 
before I yeah, make my decision. That's another. I don't think it should automatically strike you, but I should be able to weigh it. But as far as Meek, like I mean, I don't. I mean, come on, Meek. How many ch- chances they gonna give you? Like I think he's he's had two prior hearings for possible parole violations, and they let him go. And then I see video with him coming out the suburban and his boys running at safari. It's just like, come on, be smarter than that. Where I don't think. Else? Yeah, I know, but you're you know you're in the car. You know what's gonna happen. You can't control another. Adult. No, I know you can't, but you can control with who you're with, and you know uh, that might. But go you down. don't. You can't control their actions. Uh, right, you but you can control with me who you're with. But, but Meek is a boss for all intents purposes for uh, what goes down. No, you, no, no. Are we yeah, acting like so? We're acting like it's cool. Uh, I I could get on board with you guys, but are we acting like Meek had no idea they're gonna run after us. No, I'm not gonna say. I, mean, I, I don't on. even know the situation that you're talking about. Okay. What I'm trying to say is. In the grand scheme of things, because I feel like that's that's the kind of generalization that you can't really do. Uh, one of them that you can't. The The idea that you can control the people that you're with. Sure, I can control the people that I'm with, but I can't control what their reaction and their and their, you know, whatever their emotions are in a time. Righteous. Um, I'm also not looking at if these are his dudes from long ago or whatever. And they got certain, you know, history and situations. I'm maybe not looking at Meek as a boss. I'm looking at Meek as with his boys. Righteous. Which is different to me. Thank you. So it'd be different if it were like some random dudes that all of a sudden are his yes men. Yeah, he's the boss. But if he went to high school and middle school with these dudes or he's been riding dirt bikes with them forever. These are his friends and this isn't a this isn't a I'm the boss and you're the so and so situation. Like I just don't even get that kind of vibe from Meek. I do, at all. but we could both be. One of us could be wrong. One of us could be wrong. I'm, I'm down to be wrong. And then plus, I even just, if those are his friends, I mean, how about don't surround yourself around people that would do that, knowing that that but, could violate. But how you. do you? How do you? This is the thing. Like, like me and you rock heavy. Right. We've rocked for a long time. Right. Before the the calm down of the last five six years, you still hung out with me. Right. You've been in situations with me where you probably didn't want to be there, and this isn't no no display on what it is that we have. Right. And so that's even to this day. But you never put me. You, you never did something crazy and put me in a crazy situation. But you also that weren't arrested in a felon and on. Right, probation. but I feel like Can but, being my friend. If I had been in that situation, he wouldn't dumb out. He wouldn't put me in a position like that. Just like that. But that's not. But that's that not there because I have. I have definitely. Time. I got friends who I consider friends the same mm-hmm. way I consider you one. Right. And we've been in some situations that. It wasn't something that we went out like, you know what, if somebody says something, I'm Mm -hmm. gonna no. It was a reaction to what it was that happened in that moment. I've also been with friends that I know would not put me in a situation intentionally. Mm -hmm. And something she touched on was the emotional part of now you're in a room with this person that may have done whatever it may be. Right. And they're not being able to control that the way they may have liked Mm -hmm. to. I'm in, as an adult, in being... 33, six foot five. Okay. 260 pounds of pure stallion. <laughs> I've still done shit that I've been like, why the fuck did I just do that? Mm-hmm. So that, that part of it, I can't say being out with my friends. Right. That I, some, some tequila for me, you aunt and whoever else. And we get somewhere and somebody's getting tense or it's something that jumps off. Right. 
I can't say that nobody would get pressed, including myself. Yeah, and I'm not saying that, that, take would away? It, that it would never happen. But I'm just saying is when you know you're on a zero tolerance policy, then you kind of just got to understand that that's what's going to happen if those type of things. I, I hear what you're saying. And speaking on um, Jan Cones's experience mm. of being on uh, parole right. for a lot of years mm -hmm. and the highlight of a lot of crazy stuff that was going on. Right. That was a stipulation. Right. So again, th that's that's where I'm trying to get at is that there's things that happen, and it's not about being oh I need to that in in when you're sitting back from the outside observing and being like, yeah, I'll change my whole set of friends, I'll make new friends at 29, 30, and nobody will be in the circle now that I don't have right that I and I'm so that, that's easy to think about from the outside, mm -hmm. but it's not as in in actuality it's not as easy to make that happen. Yeah, for sure. I can see it's not easy, but if you were in that situation and that happened to you, I'm pretty sure, and I'm not saying Meek is doing this, but I'm sure you wouldn't be looking for sympathy being like, man, they keep fucking with me. Well, You'd just the, be like, damn. I don't know that. You know, some shit happened. I think it's an added piece because again, we're not high high, high uh, society. We're not, we're not famous. We're not any of those things. Right. Where attention is brought. We can't just show up and come hang out at the mall. We can't just pull up to a party right. and running here and it's regular. You know what I mean? Right. And then you're going to have people that feel some kind of way because you're not acting like this. You're not, whatever it may be that they're putting mm -hmm. on you. And I feel like that's a whole added set of circumstances on right. top of just being like, we chilling tonight. Like, chill out. Right. Let's go here and do this. Yeah, no, I, there's certainly situations, in my opinion, that could seem like, damn, that's unfortunate. But specifically with Meek, I just feel like it, it's found him too many times where like it's not just a one-off so uh, you know it is what yeah, it is hopefully I'm, he I'm can learn you. from this time I mean he's been locked up for an extended period of time multiple times so it's just like uh, you know hopefully he could get it together um, another and, and another one of my understandings though and, and I could absolutely be wrong so correct me please uh, but my understanding is that Meek's all of these issues are still stemming from the same gun drug charge from hella long ago, right? right? Right. Like this isn't new charges that have happened. This is that thing and fun. then being on parole. Right. So like, so, oh, if you re-offend, then you're going to get your original sentence. That right. Which has on. not ever happened to him. Right, he has right. had an offense of... You know, like he wasn't supposed to leave the state and he went on, was going to go on tour and right. then had to pull his tour and all of that stuff. Like there are certain things to me that within the justice system just don't make any sense, period. If you're if this is a person who is now a viable way to make money and provide jobs and do all the things that you're looking for people to be able to do, that just so happens to be outside of that one state. Mm -hmm. uh, if you you know, block that from happening. And then that person just ha sits there, you know, like mm -hmm. th it's backwards to me. But anyway, so my understanding is this is all stemming from the one um, actual arrest and stint that happened. And then there were probation or parole violations after that. Right. Right. Um, that, that being said, that's a, he's been on like, parole for like 11 years or probation i'm sorry i can't i don't know why i can't keep this down but let's like, just pretend they're interchangeable just since we'll we pretend know. for the moment that i'm just gonna say probation parole so, is anything over a year and a day thank you i don't remember what and this is after he was already i think he did i want to say he did like five somewhere between five to seven when ti for when he had the dreads five to seven what months? years in in jail this is when T.I., when Grand Hustle signed T.I. Uh, Meek didn't do five to seven years. He did something extended. Maybe it's not five to seven, but it was definitely over two years. 
Because you, you, you can go two to three, but it definitely ain't no five okay, to seven. So let's say that. Yeah, either signed, way, yeah, like he he did a he did he went away for a while. Sure. Then he came back, and this is all stuff after that. Right. So I didn't want to get it confused with with what that was. Thank you. So my my looking at this, I look at the way that the justice system is is flawed in in infinite ways. But this in particular is that somebody who has offended, been adjudicated, went to jail or prison, did the time, comes out, and this is you know, um, a nonviolent crime. I think this was a drug crime and a uh, had a handgun, but didn't, you know, it wasn't a violent crime that he was charged with, right? So all of those things, he does all the, he does his time and then he's been on parole for longer than he was ever in jail. You know what I mean? Like much longer. And this yeah, just extensively gets, it, it just keeps going and keeps going. So, when you get violations that occur with your job and it's not a smoking, it's a, it's not a dirty piss test. It's not a this mm-hmm. or that. It's a travel or it's a you right. can't make money this way now. Um, when it comes to this, I, I'm I'm not a meek sympathizer in any way, but I look at this like this simply doesn't seem fair. That's it. This also isn't justice and it's completely counterproductive. And more than anything. You're wasting taxpayers' dollars right there. I don't want to pay for that dude to be in jail when he could be making money and sustaining all these other people's lives. Right. I don't need that. That doesn't make sense to me. The gym so. is being high profile. You're under, you're under a microscope. And when you're that high profile, things happen. Shit's different. Right. Speaking of that, I want to know for you guys... Being famous, uh. could you live that lifestyle? And to what level? Like, would you like being city famous? <laughs> Wait, we'll start at the bottom. Hood Internet famous. famous? Oh, <laughs> I guess hood famous starts. It. Right. I think hood famous hood starts. Hood famous. It. Internet famous. Because you might have a little clout with internet famous. Right. Regional famous, or just anywhere I go, super global. Star, I gotta have a hoodie and a. A uh, 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 pair of glasses and a doom mask on. Right. <laughs> I would hate to be that kind of famous. Really? I would absolutely hate it. So what? What would you go for? I think like, my top could be like. It. Did you say internet is below regional? Yeah. I don't know how that works, but I'm gonna. Yeah, I guess actually it, it would be regional. And, and then, then internet, because I guess that expands out of there. Like, but but like Brazier's but no, because famous? I feel like okay. no no no. Oh, I think I understand what you're saying though, now. Because you can walk around internet famous and and no one knows. knows. And if you're regionally famous, right. then everyone in at least where you live, right? No exact. Okay, so I think that could be the height of my fame. I I wouldn't want to like be on vacation <laughs> with my family in a random place and everybody know who I am. Right. Or care that I'm there. I don't think I'd want that. Max? I'll take the full enchilada. Okay. I would like the platform. So if I wanted to have, you know, yeah, say... Yeah, I, like, I really love the idea of the platform. But the reason why I think I would be able to do it off. is because we're old enough and 
you know, been as poor as poor can be. So we're we have that humbleness built in. Our reality wouldn't be skewed. You know what I mean? We're not far off from like we talked about earlier. Can chewing on the bologna sandwich, <laughs> right, right? Sleeping on the floor, things like that. So I feel like we could handle it yeah, much better it, than it, if it, we were like fifteen and super famous. Yeah. So for me, it's not even a matter of like how I would handle it. I think that I would handle the fame without being like a total bitch, right? But, but to your point, like you said, it would be super annoying. Yeah, you're right. It would. My I, I would is, take the trade off, though. I think. Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to see the value in the trade off. Right. I, I like. I want to be able to do the things I want to do without it making news. You know, like that yeah. to me seems yeah. super extra and a lot of pressure that I wouldn't want. Like, so I understand the certain celebrities or like, like I look at D'Angelo and I'm like, that dude never wanted to be famous. Mm-hmm. Like, there was never a part of him that was like, I can't wait. To have, you know, thousands of people cheering me on and adorning me in person. Right. I'm the kind of person, like, if that was happening, I'd be, like, to some to some degree freaked out by it. Like, it just wouldn't really compute. You know what I mean? Stop. I just wouldn't get it. Yeah. I think. And I, I don't know that I would have, like, a panic attack or something, but I just would be confused by it. And so if it if that were my everyday life, I can see how people have a major issue. Right. And then... Their talent is so great that you're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Of course you have to be famous, you know, like, and you already came out and you already gave us all this greatness. (laughs) Like, why wouldn't you just keep going? But like, I was reading this article, uh, a GQ article with Andre 3000. And did you guys read that article? No. So what I found about it was that it was just like the most human man, like hella honest I, I don't know. I, I felt it from the beginning to the very end. But I always heard that he wasn't comfortable with being famous. Is that so, true? So this is what I'm getting at. Uh, he made a lot of points. Um, and many of them, it wasn't necessarily even being comfortable with being famous. It was comfortable being around so many people. Mm-hmm. And also not understanding the adoration. Because right. when you don't fully understand what you're giving to the world and you see everybody else is doing way more than you. He thought Big Boy was the better rapper in Outkast. Didn't <laughs> thought. He thinks. He, he believes. He believes that. fully that in that group, Big Boy's the stronger rapper. Yeah. The better rapper. Yeah. And he did make a good point though and was like, I mean, if we're in a battle, like what what am I going to say? Right. Like and, Big and, Boy's the one that's going to do it. You know I what can, I mean? I right. can see his point because yeah. I feel like uh, Andre is a better artist and that's what I like him for. I mean, sure. I'm not being like, oh, bar for bar, where's he stand? I like him more as an artist, so I can see where he's coming from if he believes yeah, that I, he's a better rapper. If he's saying rapper. Yeah, and I'm I'm not I'm not taking away from or I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm saying that there's there's a level of somebody at that I mean, we look at that at, at what he's able to do, right, and that's right. like, how could you ever not think you're one of the best? Right, right, right. like a self-deprecating type it, of kind thing. of, yeah, which is better which than than being a being crazy... like, of course, I have to be number one in right. all of my top fives. But it, it it's interesting to think of. Um, I think that the writer, one of the byline or the one of the pull quotes was, uh, "Andre 3000 is in everybody's top five except his own." Yeah. And it was like, yeah, because he very he made that very clear. Like, did it happen to, that you can remember who, say who his top five was? He didn't. Or no? Okay, he didn't. But I think what a piece that goes in there is the idea that there's people who want to be famous, 
their aim is to be that. Yes, that the Kardashians is a good representation, easy of representation of yeah people that just want to be famous, right. no matter the cost. And so when you have that, and that's your goal, mm-hmm. then you're prepared for that. Right. As opposed to I'm just doing what I'm making music. Because this is therapeutic. This is whatever it may be. Whatever or it is. This is the easy thing for me. Or this is the what it, the we, best thing right. for me. Whatever it may be. Yeah. And not ever thinking really outside of your group of friends and a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Right. And thinking like, okay, th- oh, you guys like me. Right. But for, for the idea of the, the country. The masses. Catching on to this. Mm-hmm. Globally catching on right. to it. And lifting you up on this pedestal that you were never, this was never your intention. And I think for people that are more introverted and that's not them not wanting to be the forefront. And I think about this in, in my personal. I'm in I'm not going to my normal, but me being as tall as I am, being as big as I am, I can't blend in if I wanted to. I'm not famous, but I come in a room. Eyes people are on treat me you like you are. Yeah, <laughs> there's questions. People want to know, who are you? What do you do? Two chains. I rap <laughs> and I trap. I was that for Halloween, uh, <laughs> but I don't. I don't like that type of attention. So you wouldn't want the fame. I wouldn't want that type of fame. No, not to where I can't because. And this is in my life experience. Of oh, just so with the examples places. you gave, which one are you picking? Hold on, I'll get there. Okay. So with that of me coming and me being just who I am, there's times I promise I wish that I was five ten, hundred and eighty pounds, and could just sit in a room and blend in. With the rest of the room. I wish I could walk down an area or walk into a room and just be another person, person. walking in. That's not a thing. And I'm not famous. I'm not known like, oh, that's can't. But the question is, who is that? And uh, now add on to that. I actually have a face. I have a name. I have something that people really gravitate towards. Right. And I can't come in here and be regular. I have to be the center of attention. That will fuck me up. Yeah. I, and I'm you not. You have to I'm not always be on, and I don't know that I could ever right. just always be on. Right, because again, it's it's me, it, me being in one of my regular modes of being even, not being up, not being down, just being even. I'm doing my normal daily stuff, and then get approached with somebody high energy because they're excited. They're right. beyond what it is. This is an experience for them. I'm just going to get grapes. Right, and and to add to that, that like even if this is like us today on this show, right is us on like this is us being on right this is us being on with people that we're incredibly comfortable with that we know that we love that we trust (laughs) right right? this isn't a a stranger walking up to us right and so you're not going to get the same energy or the same kind of conversation right from any one of us right you know so that kind of level of expectation i i wouldn't want to go out and i don't I certainly don't like to just sit at home. So, you know, like, I don't know how those people find that balance. And right. I, like, I, I tell and my I th- family all the time, like, I never want to be famous. And they fuck with me like, oh, you're going to be a star. And I'm like, but I don't want to be. And I like think that, for the people who were aiming for that, because there's people that have been aiming for that since they for were their seven whole life. years old. Beyonce. And, right. And so, for, therefore, it's everything they ever wanted. And right. And they're able to navigate that a lot better. And it's than totally different. Yeah, had no idea that people were going to be as receptive to this right as they are beyonce yeah, well, versus well, i took the question <laughs> as the hypothetical of 
not us chasing fame, but us just oh, and I being don't ourselves. Mean that. Yes, yes and then also being fame. Uh, no, yes. you didn't misinterpret so, okay, the question. Right. Max. So I wouldn't that's feel exactly like I would have you... to be on or anything like that. I would just do whatever I felt like doing. Well, I feel like that's also part of yeah, being fat. That's, yeah, that's and a that's part a... of it. And there's this uh, fine line because there's plenty of people who have remained. Uh, who they were, let, let's say, like actresses, as much as you actors, possibly can, and right? they're known for this certain certain image, right? They're known for a certain image, but then you get regular people who come across them and be like, they was shit in person, right? They had a shitty attitude, even mm-hmm. though this is what they may have portrayed on TV, on whatever uh, form that they were outletting in, <laughs> whatever right. outlet they had going, they were this. But when people meet them, they they're expect different. something different. They expect and that's you what to I mean by on personable. all the time. Like so, Max. My thing. I'm sorry to cut you off, but my my thing is you and you. You're on a date, and you're having a great night or whatever, and it's been a long time, and this is your first date in a long time, and right. then people are swarming you. Mm-hmm. You got to be on, right? Well, see, to think, to be good uh-huh. to your fan base or whatever, right? right? So that people aren't walking away going, Max is a total dick in person. Like, you got to be, well, oh, what's up, bro? And you got to take pictures and you got to do whatever, right? And you have to interrupt your entire life in that moment Mm -hmm. to appease the people that appreciate you. Right. So I get the trade-off. I understand that that's there. Right. But what I'm saying is in those moments, like, if this is my anniversary, like, the last thing I want to do is have to sign an autograph or take pictures with someone. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. So it's the everyday, regular parts of your life that then end up getting... I guess, on. I guess I took it as no matter what I do, whether it's shitty or not shitty, I was going to be famous regardless. So there was kind of no way to fuck it up. Mm. You know what I mean? So if there's a swarm oh, of people being, well, that's just what I took the hypothetical as. So if I was like, hey, guys, I'm not signing autographs. I'll take a big ass group pick with everybody, though, because I know you guys, you know, came out here to see me or I'm out here. Still being on. I'm cool with that. Yeah. It's so a I guess I wouldn't be. I see what you're saying. I guess I wouldn't be too much of a. Uh, that wouldn't be too much of a hassle for you. Right, right, right. And if you felt like, okay, you feel comfortable enough to say no to, all, you know, 10 of the people that have come up to you. Right. And you finally say, okay, there's a, a big enough volume that I'll take a group pick with all of you when I'm done eating my dinner or whatever your stipulations correct, correct, to that correct. is. Cool. So when right? you yeah. said no, though, this is, this is for fans. Mm-hmm. You told them no. How many people are going to the sideline and be like, I hope Fuck he that says, yeah, I hope he says he'll take a group picture. None. As opposed to right. the people who are like, no, like, fuck, fuck. The fuck? Right. I but, came so over the here. Point, the point I, would I, be like, I wouldn't care, but I thought that the stipulation was like, regardless, I'm famous. Like, I'm, that's not something that would bother me. So, Oh, well, nobody gives that stipulation. Like, that's, I guess, how you feel. Right. So right. if you feel like no matter what, you're famous and you don't care how your fans feel about you. Right. Well, what, that's I'm, a different what I'm saying situation. is I wouldn't feel a pressure of being like, oh, damn, I let them down if I don't sign it. I think that that's a very short sighted view and that that's not true once you're famous. So, Ken, Agreed. could you be famous? <laughs> could I be famous? Could you do fame and at what level? I could do um, regionally. Because the idea of being out, which I said, prefacing all this, I don't like the center of attention. Right. I don't like being that. Right. Even if people expect you to be. Right. Or um, want you to be. I got a good public face. Like I can do the going back and forth and having a conversation a bit longer than I even care to. Sure. I can do that. 
But there are certain times where certain things that being with my family, being with my friends, you're at the pumpkin. And we're patch. having a, a moment to where it's like, oh yeah, look, but I'm trying to do this. Right. And there would definitely be a piece of me that's like, I don't want to, I don't even want to, I don't want to do that. But I also don't want to just, I don't want your view to be Excuse like me. I'm an asshole because these, right. these few minutes that we come into contact. So I think that that could be a lot being that type of celebrity. Excuse me. At the same time, I guess I always equated to me being able to go to stores and do all that. But I guess once you get to a certain level, you don't have to grocery shop. You don't have to. You don't have to if you don't want. There's somebody that you don't go. have to if you don't there's want to. But go. it's weird that you can't. Right. And if I if I wanted to just like, go there's out, there's a difference to me when it hits the level of you can't. Right. And that's and that's. And I guess I can't fathom in my mind. Yeah, I don't want that, to either. What that would be like I to would be never at that level. I want to be able to go out and if I have a conversation, people are like, oh, and it's a sidebar and we here and that's what I feel like doing. Right. But if I'm doing something that's intentional, like me, you and Max going out to eat and we just we here. Right. Two, three, four, five people coming. But this being a thing where we're eating and now there's people we're, at the window taking pictures. Right. There's people across here and I'm like, shit, like. I'm just trying to eat these pancakes. Right. I want to tell the same kind of, I want to have the same kind of talk that we and have. And have the same dynamic we get to have today. <laughs> right. But right. as opposed to something being taken, it's just that part of it, that's not interesting to me at all. I just Agreed. want the money. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want the money, not the fame. I'll take that no fame. Right. I want the money, not the fame. That's where I'm at. I don't want the responsibility that comes with fame. And that's right. speaking to exactly what we were going for. And I get it that we went too long. And, and Max and I have something to get to that's very important. But, like, I don't want I don't want the responsibility that comes with it. I feel like I got a super hella extra so many responsibilities in my life right now that the last thing I want to do is make sure that I'm empowering every single person's feelings as right. they walk up to me while I'm eating nachos. Right. Like, I'm just on a the one date I got to get with my dude in a, in a month. And you're like, oh, and oh, and oh. And I don't ever want to be, able, like, I don't want to ever be Kim Kardashian and walk in my house and there's regular paparazzi and paid paparazzi and right. so-and-so's taking pictures. Like, that's not hot. Yeah. And I don't want to have to hide my kids. And I don't want to, all of that shit that right. comes with being that level of famous. Right. Like, I don't care if I worked for it and or it just fell in my life. I don't want that level of fame because I don't want my entire what I enjoy the most about my life to change so drastically that because I think it does it it doesn't matter like if you want it to change or not it does change yep. and you have to either adapt to it or run from it and we watch people run from it and we put a whole bunch of question marks in front of it because right. it's like what are you doing right. you're so great right you should you obviously want to be famous but like Nah, I'm watching hella people that are like, they clearly never, ever wanted to be. None of the extras. I dig it. I'm in sync. So what a good level of fame to me is, Deborah Cox. <laughs> is, she is she famous? This is what I'm saying. <laughs> you were a 90s R&B star, right? Right. You're a Grammy-nominated I mean, I know singer. who she is. I don't know. So Hear me out. You're right. It, 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 just real quick, like Grammy nominated actor or singer, mm -hmm. right? Um, and you're, I feel like when I was selling this show, it was definitely like, 
the handful of people that were like, wait a minute, Deborah Cox? Right. <laughs> and then the rest of the population was like, ringing no bells. Mm. No bells. Right, I can see that. Right? And so you tell her, oh, well, you know, 90s R&B start. Well, R&B means nothing to the big populace of Portland, right? Especially 90s R&B does it. So harder sell than normal. But to me, that's the that's the level right there. There's a certain amount of people that are like, holy shit, super excited to see you and love your talent and know what you do. I feel like when you're at that level of fame, they also respect you a little bit more in the way of, oh, you're with your family. <laughs> I'm going to back away. It's the, it's the bigger stars where they, they're expected to have like a flood of hundreds of people trying to get to them where you, you respect of privacy and, and what their life is goes straight out the window. You're way too famous for anybody to care about that. <laughs> but there's a level of fame where you can be uh, a very accomplished person in your field and then you've moved on to something else and you're... <clears throat> Famous as, you know, super famous to a lot of people and semi sort of heard your name to others. I'd be totally fine with that. However, <coughs> it's not necessarily the way that you sell yourself, right? Like you don't sell yourself as I'm a mid-level celebrity. You okay? I'm a C-list. I'm a, right. I'm over here. This is that gelato. This. So I think the level, <laughs> you can have, it's so much nuance to the levels. Because sure. let's say you have a fan base of 500,000, which let's say that's a smaller fan base, but to okay. them, you're a superstar. Yeah. As opposed I mean, uh, to, to that 500,000, you're the coolest as person. As to having 10 million people know who you are, but it's, maybe they might like you today, maybe they may not like right, you. Right. They're hot and cold. Right. So, you know, it's subjective, right? Always. So, so, so Deborah Cox may be a superstar to people like I know who she is, right? Or her fans know who she is, so she's a superstar, right? But maybe to the masses, she's not. That, it, that's exactly what right? I'm saying. Like, there's that level of fame that I think is like the choice ideal for me, not necessarily for everybody, but right? For right. me, like I, I think that's the one. So she's moved from just uh, just being a singer to the stage. What kind of stage? Uh, the Broadway stage. So how long has she been doing that? This particular show? Uh, how she, much has she been doing? Like, oh, so. I think this is her first foray into musicals. Okay. And I, I can't be, a, I'm, I'm not saying I'm 100% right on that, but I believe that that's the case. Okay. Because outside believe, of what she did in the uh, when she was big in the 90s, I didn't know what, what she I didn't know if she doing. was still doing music, if she was acting in between those times, or if this is her jumping into something new. I think that she may have done some acting that wasn't on stage. Huh. You know, like little roles here and there. Okay. Small screen, maybe a big screen, but small. Okay. Um, I think this is her, uh, definitely her first starring role okay. in a Broadway production. And Max, I'm just going to, I'm going to go real quick and then I'm, I'm real anxious to hear what you have to say. Um, I remember loving the movie, The Bodyguard. And then we watched it as a group for our marketing group because too many people in our department hadn't seen the movie. So we watched it and I was like, yeah, okay, I still remember loving the movie. I don't know how this becomes a musical. <laughs> like, I don't know how the music drives it forward. And that's that, that's all I meant by it. Because um, there's great music and there's plenty of music in the in the movie, but it's different. It's not songs that move the story forward or you know serve as a vehicle 
So I was a little confused. Like a dream girls where they're actually explaining plots. Exactly, Max. Within song form. Exactly, Max. So I'm I'm looking for where what songs are those gonna be, right? Right, right, right. Um and so at, at work the day the opening day, but had not seen the show yet. I had a friend at work tell me, Oh yeah, so one of my friends saw the show and said that they like just jam packed every Whitney Houston sh- song in there. And I was like, no, I think that a lot of people don't remember how many songs are on that soundtrack, right? Right. It was predominantly all Whitney, maybe other than two songs. There's a, yeah, the, predominantly Whitney. And there's songs that you don't, rem- that were singles that you know that you don't remember being a part of that soundtrack, right? Right. Plus, it's not just saying, so, and, and if I could to that point, it's not saying like, oh, you're just taking random stuff. Whitney songs and putting them into no this at the time which was like 92 and they put Whitney in the movie this was like her coming out she had songs for the soundtrack and she was the star in the movie so it was kind of like um life imitates uh art what, art. art imitates life right right life imitates so she art. was yeah. a star in this movie singing these songs in the movie but there were also her songs in real life for the movie Right. So these weren't like songs that she had been known for and then they just threw them in the movie. Right. Right. So I, so I don't know in well, what so way they were my... saying like, oh, they just threw a bunch of Whitney songs. Like, it's not like it's out of place. It's what they were supposed to well, do. Well, so this was, a, so what that particular person was saying is that they're, they just, it seemed like they jammed a bunch of Whitney in there. Right. Mm-hmm. And so my immediate response before seeing the show was, Oh, I remember there being a lot of Whitney Houston songs on the soundtrack that became singles that you may not realize are from the soundtrack, right? Right, right. So I'm right. like, so I don't know. I don't think that that I I don't know that that's true or not true, but I do know that there are songs on there that I forget are from that soundtrack, right? Like there are certain like I want to run to you. I don't necessarily remember immediately that that song is from that soundtrack. Okay. So, cut to the show. The show is jam-packed with Whitney Houston songs, right? right? And Whitney Houston songs that are outside of the soundtrack. Right, like um, Saving All My Love For You was in it, and it's not on the soundtrack. I believe the children are our future. Right. (laughs) Almost every Whitney single. So this was Whitney's greatest hit. This was a Whitney's greatest hit. (laughs) However, what I will say is that it worked so fucking well, and it made so much sense that I wasn't annoyed. However, I did have the moments of being like, okay, well, this song definitely came out after The Bodyguard came out. I felt like there was only two that I counted that weren't on there, but maybe I'm wrong. I felt like there was only two uh, songs included in the show that weren't actually on the soundtrack. What songs? Do you remember? Well, uh, Saving All My Love For You and then the one you mentioned, The Children Are The World. Uh, those were the Children Are our, our Future, future or whatever. Yeah. Those were the only two I counted. Um, I think there's a couple more. I'm gonna think it through. Okay. Well, I mean, we have. But the, it doesn't we matter. I mean, we're not. Yeah, we're yeah, we're not. It was interesting. Well, my whole thing. Yeah, my whole thing was no matter what, if they if that would have been her entire discography, Max, and only five of those songs out of fifteen, right, were on the actual Bodyguard soundtrack, I wouldn't have cared. Right. It was so perfect. Every song that was sang, flowed. 
right. within the music. Plus so, they should. It, it, they should have because it is, it was kind of, yeah, it was a bodyguard, but it was, I felt like it was also like showing love to, to Whitney. I felt like Deborah Cox was doing a Whitney impersonation of Whitney in the bodyguard. <laughs> like it was so perfect. Her voice. Do you did you recently watch the movie, Max? I sure did. I figured you would. You, you do you remember the movie, Ken? Or is yes. You, okay. Yes. You know how short Whitney talks. Like I don't know if I'm a. You know, right, like right. she doing all of that. <laughs> Fama, I don't even want you here, Fama. And I like, like how they're back, back uh, not to throw it off too much, but I like the, if you're going to watch the movie, they have Whitney dropping F-bombs. They ain't gonna, if they remade that all today with there. Beyonce, they're not throwing that in there. Oh, Fama. Beyonce's saying fuck. Fuck. <laughs> is she? She is now. No, I mean. Only because she P- worked. They're, they're probably would make a PG-13 today. Since Lemonade. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying since no, lemonade, then, I'll, I'll since speak. lemonade and since gold fronts, Beyonce like I don't give a fuck. Ooh. No, but, but to yeah, uh, I felt like Deborah Cox did, and I'm not saying the entire time in a bad way. I'm not saying it was a phone it. I'm saying Deborah Cox came and played Whitney Houston playing Rachel Marin. Mm-hmm. So you could close your eyes when she was singing, she sounded like Whitney, and you could close your eyes when she was talking, and she sounded like Whitney. Not every single time when she was talking, but very, very close. Um, and I was pleased. I was super pleased. So I think you and I talked about this, Max. Like when I my very first Broadway conference, Deborah Cox sang "I Will Always Love You," and she brought the entire room down. The room. I mean, all everybody was crying. And me and my boss, Tracy, were looking at each other like, yeah, I mean, this is great, but also, like, I'm not crying. Is something wrong with us, you know? She was so fantastic. I never thought about, like, is she an actress? Can she do the rest of it? I didn't think about it. I was like, it doesn't matter. Deborah Cox? Yeah, okay. she, killed, she killed I Will Always Love You, so that's what you need in that context, right? For the, the entire show, I thought she was incredible. Yeah, I, I really her, thought I she again. I don't know. If nailed she, it. I don't know if she's acted before, but I would say that she was as good, like on par with. And this is for sure not not a, a diss. This is in a positive way. Uh, she was as good as an actress without the singing, as like prime Vivica Fox. Not Vivica Fox that people think of now. That's sure C level. I'm talking about her like beginning Vivica Independence Fox. Day and at the height of her power. Sure, I felt like it was comparable to that. So it's not like she was just a singer and everything else was lacking. I I think she really did her thing. Also, and I I, I also people that are able to sing that well. So this, as this, well as can. People that are able to no, people that are able to sing that well don't necessarily get to act that well, right? Like the, those skills aren't just just because you can do one so great, you can do the other. Um, and I felt like she did a fantastic job within the stage show, and then rolling right into singing, where her singing seemed effortless. Right, and I think it's super hard to her being a singer to to sing as well as she as amazing as she did. Having to act, so can you? You're familiar with like, let's say rapping, right? You just get on stage. It's not just the mic, and then you go and rap. Imagine having to act and then go into rapping. As far as like 
breath control and all that type of thing. It would be crazy. Right. So her having to act it on a dime, go into a song and then out of a song and start acting again was crazy. Having to pace the stage back and forth and sing. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Like Yo, it's crazy. <laughs> having to dance the stage and sing. Right, really dance. Because think about like all of the entertainers that are out there today that are doing that kind of show oh, where yeah. they where they dance and they sing. Right. And many of them don't actually sing. They dance mm-hmm. and they lip sync. And I'm a fan of that. I, I I know a lot of people don't like that. If I pay money to go see a show and let's say you're Chris Brown and I want to see you dance, I don't mind that you're lip syncing, brother. I just want it to sound good because I don't want you to sound like uh, the, girl, <laughs> the girl that got arrested. Uh, holding it down. Holding it down. <laughs> Tell my mama. You know what I'm saying? Like people yeah. give people a lot of gripe. For lip syncing, no, which I don't and, mind it, and I'm with you because if if your right. if your version of what you're going to see is the show, and they recorded the show, that in the booth, like in right. standing yeah. still, exactly. Can if you, your if your version of the show is the performance of it and not the vocal of it, right? I don't give a fuck if you if you lip sync or not. Mm-hmm. But then when you can see, when you see somebody who can do both. We didn't mean to talk right through that. No, it, I, mean, I mean it was, it, a, it was a spectacular performance. It was over here. such an amazing so performance. Much Ken, have you been to but, a to a like let's say rap or R and B or whatever where it was like, damn, that sounds like shit. Uh, most of them, okay. Yeah. <laughs> most of them. So to have to do a live where there's no, there's zero, um, you know, room for air. Right. Is, there's an uh, orchestra crazy. and there's you. Yeah. And you're a big bit. fan of the sis. What's her name? Like Jasmine Richmond or something like that. The sister. I think that's her name. Oh, yeah. I liked her. I think she has a super strong voice. I think she was really pretty. I yeah, think her she voice. was gorgeous and she had a great voice. I run a couple miles every, every couple day. days. Oh, nice. And sometimes a song comes on that I like mm-hmm. and I try to rap it. While you're running? <laughs> While running. Never works. And you die. Never works. Right. It's always like a... There, and then especially take your headphone take your headphone <laughs> off and then hear yourself doing it one and, in one off right because that's the worst yeah then so for the people that are able to do that and I, and that's where i, I, I right. feel what he's saying and i mean i get the other people that you if you want this live performance that they're hitting all these notes on the original then they, can't then they be, need to stand they right have to in the stand middle. still right. you guys want too much entertainment for that 37 dollars that you spent to talk get to them that's however there are a handful of people that can do it all. And that's amazing. And I've only, I, I don't, I'm sure there are more than what I've seen in person. Yeah. But I remember seeing uh, uh, Christina Aguilera and Justin Timberlake did a dual tour, dual headlining tour. Mm-hmm. And Lily bought me a ticket because I was in love with Justin Timberlake, obviously. Hella shoulder movements. You know, all of them. <laughs> and Lily bought me a ticket for my birthday. So she and I went for my birthday and both of them were singing live dancing hard like the gap commercials that justin timberlake was doing at the time like full-blown hella choreography and i was like how do they do it shout out fisher high for how is it commercial how is it okay how is it happening right and then not that soon after i saw beyonce do the exact same thing and i was like there are a handful of people that are able to performer yeah Yeah, like you're able to dance as hard as you sing, and there's real dance. And I don't these hear any of these steps, people. No, just moving. No, these. That's the thing. I lose my Because I kind of figured that Christina Aguilera would stand there and not yeah. really dance, and she would stand there and blow because she can blow. Yeah, yeah. and, and she's I, not necessarily known for dancing. She's I not know known she for dancing, yeah. but she is an entertainer. Right. And so she gets out there, and this was during the um, her like kind of fifties. 
uh, throwback to the, you know, yeah. like that. She was wearing all that, 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 that white makeup and red lipstick. Yes, nah. all of that. And then whatever Justin's equivalent was the uh, Future Sef- Sex Love Sounds album. And it was like the so much dance for both camps and so much performance from both of them that I was like, that I don't understand how you right. even... Breathe. I had to be out there on a skateboard on my back getting pushed across. <laughs> <laughs> Spitting on my lyrics. You're like, I'm like, moving. I'm moving. Y'all got the reverb up? <laughs> Max got to go to bed. Yeah, he do. Did you pee your pants during the show or no? The fuck? No, yeah, I, I didn't. I pissed my pants a little bit. Tonight? No, no. I don't understand. The, 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 yeah. Because it starts oh. out with a bang, literally. Oh, that's when you peed. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, but the and man next to me jumped so high. And that's how the movie starts, but I was like, damn, it catches you off guard. You want to know our complaint? What? The the major complaint that we're getting? So the bodyguard, there's a, <laughs> there's a dude that the person trying to kill her has a gun, and it's like embedded in a, laser? in a huge camera, right? And so he's at the Oscars, yes, with the laser. Mm-hmm. So in the stage show, he turns, he just has the gun in his hand, and he turns it on the audience and goes right. kind of across the audience. Right. We're, ne- we're right now <laughs> getting complaints that there's a white guy pointing a gun at the audience. And that's really insensitive after the last two shootings that we've had. Now, are these written complaints or how are they doing? They're written and over the phone. Okay. All right, listeners. So with that being said, bye. We gotta go. (laughs) We gotta go. Like this. Hey, wait, wait, Which wait. one real, is it? Real quick. Oh. Man, I love Cabaret. So let me tell you, all the shows mm-hmm. that I've seen so far, I mean, unless I have Alzheimer's or something like that, I, this is going to be something I think about on my deathbed, like as far as life experiences, having seen all these shows. Wow. Being able to see him with my girl and just, it's, it's been an amazing time. All I'm hearing is you're forever in my debt. Right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> not, not enough thank yous in the world for that. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. And I love Cabaret. That did something to me. The acting was amazing. But okay, man, this bodyguard is, it's. People, I, it's I just want to remind you. sitting at the table with Cabaret. Wow. I just want to remind you because Jess's track record <laughs> is every show is her new favorite show. Right. Right. That's 100% accurate. We're not talking about like the last three times. We're talking no, about like every, every time. single time she sees a show and she's like, okay, this is my new favorite. Yeah. This, this is the one, right? I didn't think anything would pass Matilda. And that was what? Last March. Let's just say that was like in the middle of, of all the shows. So that... she's seen plenty since yeah. then. Cabaret was the end of June. So you're still comparing Cabaret to... Are opening with bodyguard, right? And they're equal playing field, right? And simply, and they for, are probably the most opposite ended shows, and right. right? And, and, Which and is this, so and this dope is a two minute that's... bonus, family. So we're giving you this two minute bonus. Mm-hmm. Cabaret's acting and storyline was so amazing, but this bodyguard, the songs alone, too powerful. When those girls were singing karaoke, that was hilarious, completely hilarious. But how about the end of the curtain call? 
where they go into a full dance party right. of how will I know? Or wait, I want to dance with somebody. Right, right. Fam, I didn't see it coming, number one. And the dude playing farmer is up there. Did the snake hit a dab? Plus, I like the when they- the worm? I, no, the snake. Okay. I like, the I like when they booed. I like when they booed the villain. That was that was funny. Portland is so funny with their curtain calls, and I can't. I, I'm waiting more shows for both of you so that you notice the patterns. One, kids and dogs, they get all the applause. Wow. Dogs more than kids get the applause and so right? can the villain in there they villain but it was in a, a good like oh yes. he's a bad guy boo not boo like you did a bad job. if you're a villain cool. in any of these shows they're booing the fuck out of you in portland but it's also booing you as they clap they admire the performance boo! but they absolutely hated boo! everything you did in the show i want you to report so back great. if like like i don't know how many i saw a bird in the crowd i don't know how many other your co-workers i want to know if they were electrified and captivated by the songs like i was like that shit was taking my body over completely you didn't even mean to last thing yes there was a smoke show chick sitting like two rows in front of me she had on a red dress like like alicia silverstone and clueless her boy her boyfriend was a good looking dude too so i ain't mad it looked like they belong together but she was she was a smoke show she was a smoke show right she went to town. Yeah, for sure. Um, Birdie said hi to you. Yeah, yeah. It was good to see them again. I was glad to see them. Oh, one last thing. I'm even going to go on a, a limb. I know I know the roster. I've seen the upcoming shows, but the roster's like looking crazy. I think it yeah, might have been a disservice to have Bodyguard 1 because I feel like the bar is set too high now. I'm going that far with it. You're going that far. Yeah. So what's our, our next show is Book of Mormon. Yeah, it's going to be Have hot. you seen it? No. A lot of friends that read the book, though. <laughs> they read the Book of Mormon? Listen yeah, yeah, that's a book. The actual Bible? Back. No, no, no. Listen There's back. a book called Book of <laughs> <laughs> like, This is just bonus content, y'all. I'm listening Bible? right now to Our show been off. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is the book, based off the book called Book of Mormon. Like, my fingers are crossed that I'm able to extend tickets to YouTube for this show because it's one of my absolute favorite shows. And ne- I've seen never it. Never seen it before. I've seen it multiple times, but I've also seen it in four different cities. Okay. You seen it in Utah? I haven't seen it in That's Utah yet. For the listener, she stunned on us again. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, Salem, Twilight uh, <laughs> <laughs> Inn. Those don't count. Uh, no, not trying to stunt, just trying to say how much I enjoy that show. So okay. even having seen it, then being so in another city. you took the private out to the other spot. I did. I'm going to catch it Let Wednesday. me see that in Chicago real okay. quick. Let me see what it looked like. I like to see the different casts, you know, Ken? <laughs> That's really what I'm going for. Was there Guys and Dolls? Is that? Guys and Dolls is a show. <sighs> that might be hot, too. That might be a contender. I mean, you... That might be up there. That might be in the running for show of the year. Oh, are you asking me if it's on the... the yeah, yeah. I thought I saw Oh, I'm sorry. No. Okay. No. No guys and dolls this okay. year. All right. No, no, no. Not this year. All right. I think you have a lot to look forward to, though. I think people should go go listen to uh, Bodyguard soundtrack. Go watch the movie. And take, more time, the take more time to support your local... Uh, Rappers. Is it Broadway everywhere? Would it be would it would it, what what would the term be to use just across the map? Broadway across America. Broadway across America. Take time to do it. Do it. I've been to a couple shows, not as many as these two, 
But each time I've went, it may have not been my thing before, but I've enjoyed myself being there. Each time. Each time. Ken, I think this one would have had you ready to settle no, down. I, I was ready for this. I think this would have had you I ready to so settle upset. down with somebody. Yeah, I was I was ready for this. <laughs> I was so upset. And I knew that, you, like, I just knew it. I, you know yeah, what I mean? I, I was like, oh, it's school term. He's not going to be able to go, but I'm going to do it anyway. Right. And when you said no, I was like, fuck. If it would have been, like, maybe uh, even the at 11.30 the night before, then I would have been able to figure it out. Wild. Yeah, can yeah. I feel like you would have held hands with somebody, anybody at this at this with show? Somebody, Jim that was sitting next to me. Anybody? Some somebody girl. scream! Hey. <laughs> and oh, so, are. right quick, oh, nope, we're no, not no. going out. Right quick, before okay. there, let's give him a so bonus hour. Let's there's roll. a there's there, there's a <laughs> what is that? He got to go to work. Haribo, 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 Haribo. Yeah. Gold Bear. So we eat gummies on pretty much every every episode. If you go to our Y'all Instagram, you'll see. Y'all got to uh, start. Righteous. You'll see. So more got she got fancy on us. Typically we have the, the, the generic original since nineteen twenty two pack. Which are bomb. Which are. They're great. Then she came over tonight with the mystery pack. So these limited were, edition. These were the, these colors were extra flamboyant. They was popping out. Extra flamboyant. But the flavors were doing the same thing. They be doing the most. And when I picked up both bags, because they looked empty, but I was hoping for something. <laughs> Be laying across the bottom flat. Did you get anything? No. Damn. You just had the, the you just had the sticky inside of the bag. Yeah, I almost licked the inside. I'm gonna just chew the inside of the bag like the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I shared. Oh. She's so tight. Here, I'm gonna just chew on a mic for y'all. No. Okay, we're done. It's been super mm. fast. That's Max how you do it, Cam. Go to bed. Mm. Mm. What's the what's the la- what's the what's the mm. ladies gonna think about that? Do you think? That might be that Khalees in there, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Max is one hundred percent correct, and we out. Hey, y'all made it through another episode of the Unrefined Sophisticates Podcast. If you haven't had a chance yet, check us out on our website, www.unrefinedsophisticates.com. Also, follow us on all the socials. And if you don't, I'm going to have to call up one of my hackers, have them hack into your DM and send your mama some screenshots because we know that's where it goes down. Now, Facebook, Unrefined Sophisticates. IG, at Unrefined Sophisticates. Twitter, at the underscore, 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 unrefined. Yes, that's three underscores because there's a lot of people a lot of names and that's what we have to settle with and snapchat unrefined underscore snap thank y'all again we out